Haney, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> That's just how normal people talk to each other, right? Yes, Hi, I'm good. how are you? <laughs> We're talking a little bit about reboots this week. We're talking about specifically the Babysitter's Club. Which Do you is, know a lot about the Babysitter's Club? One might say I'm a Babysitter's Club expert. Are you really? Yeah, I, I, I've read, I'm widely read in the Babysitter's Club. I, uh, I've seen the books and, um, you've seen the books. Yeah. And I've, I've cracked <laughs> a cover. The I've cracked a cover or two. Um, no, you know, I never read the Babysitter's Club whenever I was a kid because mm-hmm. that was, those were quote unquote girl books. This is, this is, I'm quoting myself as a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I never read them. I told you in uh, a previous episode that I watched, I read a lot of Hardy Boys. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like when you'd go to the library, you could read the Babysitter's Club. They're close you to could, each other. Yeah. You could grab the Hardys. I went to the Hardy Boys um, primarily, but, uh, but I've, I've gotten into the Babysitter's Club a little bit lately because my daughter is obsessed with the Babysitter's Club. Mm-hmm. And one reason I thought this topic would be worth spending some time on is because it crosses all this different media, right? So we have the old books that you and I found in the library. Mm-hmm. We have um, uh, the, the, a TV series on Netflix that started a couple of years ago. Um, and we also have these graphic novels that are kind of rewrites of the original stories. So there's mm-hmm. it's like crossing in all these different media. Mm-hmm. All they need to do is make toys. Right. Are they like... Are they, they just like need to make action figures, action figures of BSC. <laughs> BSC. <laughs> Babysitter's it's Club. so cool. I know. I know. I'll go lingo. So what is the Babysitter's Club? Uh, I Honestly, I feel like you should explain a little bit about what the Babysitter's Club is. Because okay. I told you I'm getting exposed to it now, but sure. it's, I'm not an expert. Okay. I'm not really an expert either, but... Um, I'll just go through the old school Babysitter's Club from my childhood. So Anne M. Martin, she's the author. She had a series of Babysitter's Club books. I think there's like, I don't know how many there are. There's like... There's like 200 and something, I think I saw on the Wikipedia. Is that what your Google... That's what my research research has shown me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, something like that. I think you're right. Um, It started off with only being like four book contract or something and it just got really popular. So it centers around four four original members, right? Christy, Claudia, Stacy, and Marianne. And they all have very like distinct personalities. I think they're supposed to represent like archetypes. And so Christy is like the president of the club and she's like more like I describe her as normcore, as someone who just like likes to be comfortable with her clothes and <laughs> you know <laughs> she's, she's, um, she's the president. She likes to take charge. Um, I think she's like bossy in a good way. Like, I feel like we should just reclaim the term bossy. Absolutely. Um, but she just, she just has ideas. She takes charge. Um, she knows how to organize people. And so that's who, um, Christy is. And Christy is, um, her, I think her father left, right? Her father left them. Yeah, I, I think, think that's her and her right. mom. Yeah, because yeah, that's, right. yeah. that's like her ongoing struggle is she always like has this personal issue about her father leaving. And so her mom's about to get remarried. And so she's like going through the difficulties of all of that. And then we have Claudia, who is Japanese, right? And she's an artist and she's like eccentric and her fashion style is awesome, but stuff that <laughs> other people could never wear. <laughs> no, one only, else, no one else can pull Only that off. she can pull it off. Um, and she's like really artsy and just like a little bit more free spirited. And then we have Stacy, and she's from New York. So she's supposed to be like the glamorous one who's from the big city. So she's like dressed like a very. Just like us. Just, just like Super us. glamorous. 
big city. Yeah, but I wouldn't call her fashion glamour. She's more like preppy. Yeah. Preppy, like, she's like Charlotte from Sex and the City. <laughs> Is how I describe her. I, I feel like there's a star that's just exploded somewhere in the galaxy when you've just brought the Babysitter's Club yeah. and uh, Sex and the City together. Some cosmic uh, catastrophe okay. <laughs> occurs. Okay. And last is Marianne. Marianne's mother passes away when she was a child, right? Oof. And she's kind of like really, she's a little bit of a nerd and she's yeah. just very like responsible yeah. and she always struggles with like not stepping out of the boundaries or rules and stuff like that. But she's also really great. And I actually saw an interview with the actor that plays Marianne uh-huh. and she has Claudia style. Oh, really? Yes. What a twist. What a twist. <laughs> yes. Okay, These so... These kids have some, some real trauma in their lives. Yeah. Lord. Yeah. And then we have Don, who comes in later. So tell us about Don. Uh, Don Do you know Don? Do you even know Don? babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't know much about Don. I've read, um, I read a little bit about uh, in book five, I think it is, where Don enters the picture and... She was she was very organized and she was um, very helpful to Marianne uh, to to organize her new room to be her own room, her mm-hmm. cool room. That's mm-hmm. what I knew about Dawn. Dawn is also from LA. Oh, and she has like a West Coast vibe to her, so she's not as high strung as everybody else. <laughs> but um, and she, I don't know, she's kind of like more like hippie-ish because her mom is so. That's Dawn. And she's also very into social justice. Ah. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, yeah. So that's what she did at Camp Moosehead is she organized a protest, which was very cool. Camp Moosehead. Just tossing Camp Moosehead mm-hmm. just out there like it's yeah. part of a conversation that we all have all the time. <laughs> camp Moosehead is their summer camp that they go to <laughs> at the end of the season. And... That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> That's a lot. Wow. Okay. So I mean, this is this is fantastic. This that was a that was a very thorough overview of the Babysitters Club. I feel like I I know more. Um, one of the reasons we we really wanted to talk about this is in addition to you finally getting to just reveal your passion of the Babysitters Club um, is because. Uh, it, it exists in all these different media. It exists as an old book. It exists as uh, this this television show now uh, streaming on on Netflix. It exists in other older television show forms, and it also now exists in this in this um, uh, graphic novel format. And that is particularly interesting when we think about media as being this sort of intergenerational experience. Mm-hmm. And so you have your really kind of rich experience with Babysitters Club when you were younger. And so now uh, a, a new generation of kids are, are also being exposed to the Babysitter's Club and they're getting to encounter it in all these different places. Yeah. Right? The television show and the, and, the, and the graphic novel. So, you know, being able to think about how people appreciate this, how it connects with their childhood, how um, people like my, my wife, who's a huge fan of the Babysitter's Club, and also my daughter, who's just now coming to experience it. They get to experience it together yeah. and experience it in these different forms. Yeah. And I think a lot of media and play scholars would call that like the play ecology, right? Like there's things that like all of these artifacts and platforms bring together people across generations and across like like every platform that it gets introduced on, you know, garners like a different audience, right? And that audience yeah. multiplies and grows and new people kind of get exposed to it. And so, you know, I think that happens in everything, right? Like Star yeah. Wars has an ecology, 
Huge, yeah, huge ecology. Mm-hmm. One might say a whole galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, it's like the eco- like media has a built-in ecology because there's so many different things that are happening in that platform. Yeah. So. I think it's. A, I think thinking about the ways in which we experience these things with the different media is mm-hmm. kind of a is kind of an interesting thing to 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 think about. Like, w- what is it like to encounter the Babysitters Club from the television show? Yeah. First. Yeah. As opposed to from the books. Yeah. I don't know actually because I okay so that that brings up a good point because I felt like when I was a kid, I feel like the main introduction to building an ecology around something was were books, right? You know, and then the next thing is TV and the next thing was maybe toys. I feel like there's like this progression. And I think what's interesting in like digital, in this digital age is that that entrance can be so different. Yeah. Right. So like, I'm, I'm guessing like your daughter Maisie might've watched the television show first. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then moved on to other sorts of things. If it becomes an interest, if it becomes like a passion, I guess, for them. Yeah, totally. And as she became more comfortable with reading, uh, you know, as an, as a a skill, Mm -hmm. then what did she want to read? She wanted to read Babysitter's Club because she already had this kind of uh, relationship with the characters and with the story in the world. Yeah. Right. And I think about myself now, how it's like really hard for me to read something first. (laughs) I like to watch Before it you watch first. it, I would say 80% of the time I'm a read the book first. Yeah. As I've gotten older and busier, I, I just don't have as much time to do that. Yeah. And so finally I'm just like, I just, I'll just watch it. Yeah. I used but, to be a read the book first yeah. person. And then I came into academia. I <laughs> <laughs> was like, watch it first. Definitely. <laughs> I'll take the Cliff's notes, please. Yeah, exactly. Is this part of my literature review? <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally a, a annoying nerd like that, or at least I have been in the past where like, for example, when the Lord of the Rings movies came out, I was, I've have been a Lord of the Rings nerd for my, you know, mm. uh, whole life. And so when those came out, it was very much like, well, actually, I, I don't know if I don't know how I feel about this first movie because they changed this and there's no Tom Bombadil and da, da, da. Um, but then I watched it again. I was like, oh, actually, this is a different media it's a different experience and yeah. it's really neat to see the way the story can change to fit this media and so i've kind of yeah. i've kind of started to really uh, appreciate that yeah that's such a good point right because we always say like oh they didn't do it justice or right. it's wrong or whatever but who's to say that rendition of it is wrong it's just yeah. an interpretation right in a different way of seeing something yeah i also i'm curious um to take us in a slightly different direction with, with this particular media uh, with this particular, uh, I should say, world, right? The Babysitter's cinematic, no, the Babysitter's <laughs> universe, cinematic and otherwise, and print. Um, uh, the, the television show tells the same stories. This is one mm. thing I find super fascinating about this is that like you can go pick up Babysitter Club 1 and you go watch Netflix Babysitter Club episode 1. It's the same story, yeah, which is like mind-blowing to me. And then episode 2, it's the same story as book two and on and on. So, mm-hmm. um, but in the Netflix version, it's like, it's like updated to today, right? So it's the same yeah. issues. The kids are still dealing with the same, you know, trauma, the, the, the same difficulties of being a kid, but they're encountering it in, you know, the 2000, uh, uh, late 2010s, as opposed to the 1980s. Mm. As somebody who's encountered both of these things, you've read the books, you've watched the shows. How do they, how do they handle that? difference in time period like does that actually does that change the stories at all or are they the same stories 
Ooh, that's a great question. Thank you. I'm professional. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like it works. And so I think one of the things that we were thinking about is what is the appeal of babysitters and why do, using Nathan's terms, why do we find it delightful <laughs> and also like sad and whatever? Yeah. Because I feel like some of the issues are timeless, right? It's about friendship. Yeah. It's about dealing with illness. It's about death. That's a spoiler. Spoilers. <laughs> it's about death. It's about death and marriage and remarriage and, you know, all of that. So yeah. I feel like the issues kind of transcend like whatever time period it is because I it takes me back to being a middle schooler. Right. And struggling with those same issues. Like, who are my friends? You know, how am I going to spark community with people? Like, what is it that I really am going to do? And everything that happens in your life is so serious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) It just like takes me back to that and transports me back. Um, I do feel like the way they tell it is different. And I find that to be really delightful. Yeah. Right. Like that they can text each other when something's wrong or that they talk about TikTok celebrities or, (laughs) um, you know, I just feel like the updates are really nice kind of just to see how today's kids kind of handle different situations. And I also feel like I, I appreciate the way that they like bring in like the ingenuity of this generation. Right. And not making them seem like they're idiots or, you know, like children or whatever, but that they're doing something really cool in the world, which I really appreciate. I like that. I like, I like that sentiment. That's really nice. I I will say that when I watch the show, I get very sentimental very easily. I know you told me, you said you cried. I didn't cry. Yeah, you did. You cried. Misty eyed. It's (laughs) different. It's totally different. (laughs) Totally the same. And, And it, it's so ridiculous because it's not like a sad thing happens. It's friends, being friends and, and taking care of one another. And it yeah. just like, it's so, it's so, uh, it's nice to see. And it being a, an old man, it makes me want to like get weepy about it. Yeah. And then to think about, you know, my, my daughter enjoying it, my daughter like getting excited talking about the different characters and thinking about the context in which that's happening. And this sort of really deep friendship, I think is, is really nice. So, yeah. and yeah. doing it all with a landline, just like in the eighties. <laughs> Or the olden days. The olden days. That's a spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> Speaking of spoilers, um, I think we should in, in, uh, introduce our guests. Nathan. Yeah. <clears throat> do you want to introduce our guests for today? We should. And thank you for letting me do the introduction because these are some of my favorite people in all the world. First, we have Hannah Holbert. It's not an accident that we share a last name. Uh, <laughs> Hannah is my partner. She's brilliant. She's an actress. She's hilarious. She's also uh, super, super, super knowledgeable about, about the Babysitter's Club. So I thought it was really uh, important to bring on somebody who actually has done their research as opposed to you and I. Definitely. And then the other guest that we have with us today is Maisie Holbert. Also, not an accident that we share a last name. She is my daughter, the great... Maisie Holbert, eight (laughs) years old, third grade, brilliant when it comes to making headbands with Pokeballs on them or (laughs) cutting out cardboard or telling me all there is uh, that, that she could possibly tell me about the Babysitter's Club. Let's get started. Let's get into it. And also, it's fun to, um, uh, it's fun to talk into a microphone. (laughs) 
I don't disagree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> pretty fun. Gats um, sounds like a nerd when just when he's asking <laughs> to a microphone. Yes, you I know mean, why he uh, sounds like a nerd. Because he <laughs> is a nerd. With or without the microphone, actually. <laughs> you with or are without. a nerd. Actually, it's with or without a microphone, Maisie. He has to kick the ball. <laughs> Sorry. This is something we've been wanting to talk about for a while. <laughs> and um, it's something that's a really big deal in my household. And that's the Babysitter's Club. So why did we want to talk about the Babysitter's Club? Uh, I mean, other than the fact that I'm a huge fan of the Babysitter's oh, yeah. Club. I have been he a huge fan it. for years. No, you're not. I think your family is outing you and saying <laughs> you are not a Babysitter's <laughs> Club fan. I am a regular Christy. You, listen, Haney, maybe I shouldn't be co-hosting this episode. Maybe maybe our I two should, guests... I should be co-hosting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'll let her co-host. <laughs> so, okay. She might not know more about it than me right now. So. Well, okay. Can I, I tell more. you, Hannah, though, why I might know more about it than you right now? Because you researched it just in, like, the past two weeks. And yeah. you'd never watched the TV show I, before then. I... I did watch. I watched two episodes. Did you ever read the books when you were young? I did. Okay. But not like an avid fan like you have been. Hannah, did you read Babysitter's Club when you were growing up? I did. I got to it a little late. I was okay. always kind of like, I read better books. And then I started reading teenager books, like <laughs> after everybody else had stopped reading like the preteen books. And okay. then I got really into them. Like, so I kind of like Benjamin Button it. Um <laughs> But then, yeah, so the super specials were my favorite, and I like Stacy the best. Why? She lived in New York City, and she was super uh, glamorous. Uh, and now I live in New York City. I'm like, and you're super that, glamorous? No, it's not that glamorous. Oh. <laughs> but I live with Nathan. My favorite character. Super glamorous lifestyle we have. My favorite character is Kirsty because she's the boss. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I would not like to wear and use the other people's clothes. Wait, wait, wait. Say more about that. Okay, Even so, Claudia's so, clothes? So Claudia's clothes is so uncomfortable. And oh. <laughs> clothes are so uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that yeah, one. Yeah, definitely. Way too much definitely. tailored stuff. Mm-hmm. And once, once Marianne does the... the I, I, and Kirstie sticks... Yeah, she has a sweatshirt and things. It's much better than that. So Maisie's style is normcore to Wait, the max. <laughs> Wait, what? She does like to accessorize either. a little like Claudia sometimes. Uh, I mean, I also like <laughs> Stacy the best too, but I wonder why too, because as an adult. When you're a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Why, do you, why is it that we like Stacy when we're kids? Because she seems glamorous and you're like, oh, wow. And then, oh, and Christy's older brother, Sam. Yeah. And like they have crushes on each other and he's like 15. Wow. And you're like, oh, I want to be like her and I want to kiss Sam. <laughs> and then I watch the TV show. I'm like, how did I ever want to kiss Sam? And I was like, I guess I'm 40 now. <laughs> 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 but I really want to kiss Watson Brewer now. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, that's kind of hilarious. <laughs> oh, this is a hilarious quote. <laughs> um, I, t- I also gosh. wanted to be Stacy too. I don't know why, because I feel like I should have wanted to be Claudia, you know, because she's like Asian, Asian mm-hmm. and I Sorry, should identify I with that. that. No, that's what I was going to say. You read, you read my mind. But that I always want to be the blonde, <laughs> uptight one. 
<laughs> because that always seemed like the desirable one for wow. some reason. Stacy to me felt like I remember when I was growing up, I wanted to change my name to Stacy, and partly because of Fergie too. <laughs> Because she like was on a, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you totally get me, Hannah. What? She was on Kids Incorporated with Jennifer Love Hewitt. And then everybody else was Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah. From yeah. that time. But. Totally. But mm-hmm. they were on this separate show that was amazing. And all they Kids do was Kids Incorporated. K I D S. Looks like we made it. We're kids incorporated. We should need to give him a moment. We need to give him a moment. And basically, basically, Stacy was like the cute, blonde, pretty one. That I don't think she was uptight then either. But she just—they were. It was like a genre of person that I liked. <laughs> a genre of person. I wanted to ask, like, what is? Um, what are the different ways in which we can encounter Babysitter's Club? We encounter it in the books. We've got the the old series. We have a new series. We have the the graphic novel books. Can can we start though maybe with the show? Like, can you describe what an episode of the Babysitter's Club is like? Mm, great question. Yeah, so each one is kind of based on one babysitter. Like the like, books are it's talking in their head also. <laughs> what? And in, it's like they write in a diary about their babysitting jobs. And so, like, Stacy puts little hearts over her eyes. And so I used to do that, too. But, um, and it's like a problem they're having, but, like, everybody else is in it. But it's more, like, in their head. But the super specials is in all the babysitters' heads. Okay. So I'm curious, since I haven't didn't come to the Babysitter's Club until recently, I don't have a childhood experience with it. So I'm curious, the two of you, and also you, Maisie, um, can you say a little bit about your first memories with the Babysitter's Club? Hannah, why don't you start out? What's your first memory with the Babysitter's Club? Oh, I don't remember. Um, well, I mean, like she a- was like 18. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I have one. I have what? one. Yeah, Maisie, what's your first memory? It's not first one, club? but it's a good one. It's not first one. It's um so 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 mom um mom mom and me watched the whole first season of the Babysitter Club in one day for some reason. We did the yeah. whole season in one day. Yeah. It was our first binge together. We were wow. like, I Maybe wanted mom to watch binge. it. I wanted to watch it with mom. So I wanted to watch it with mom, and then mom, and then and then we got so into it that we just watched the whole season. Also, also, um, this is my childhood, Mary. I am a child. <laughs> that is really profound. I love that, Maisie. It's true. So, <laughs> yeah, it is true. She gets the experience of it memory in the I, present. Yeah, it's true. She is a child. It's true. And also, I finished the the the, the fifth book today. Today, you did. Yeah. What was the fifth book? It was um. Uh, Dawn and the Impossible Three. Yes. And what was what was that about? It was about Dawn because that because in the one before, um, uh, Marianne met Dawn, and in this one she's babysitting for the Barons, and they are the Impossible Three. Mm-hmm. And every time she comes in. The place looks a mess, and then she has this game where she times the kids to see how fast they can pick up. 
Mm-hmm. All of their toys. And they're trying to break their record. I, I it was... doesn't work with my kids. All right. Um, we're going to ask you a couple of questions, and we want you to give your first answer. Okay. Okay, so the first one, (laughs) we have to pick, you have to pick one of the babysitters in the BSC. Okay, Okay, so Christy, Don, Marianne, uh, Claudia, Kirstie, or Stacy, right? Okay, your brother or sister is being annoying and bothering you. Who are you going to call to prank him or her? You go first. You go first. I don't know. They're all kind of like little goody two shoes. I'm not sure if any of them would be fun to prank with. Yeah. Or or Kirsty. I mean, she. I mean, she. She wouldn't really care if she gets in trouble. She gets in trouble. All the time. Maybe Claudia. It could have to do with paint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good one. And yeah. then it would become art, Kirstie. like prank art. Nice. Um, Kirsty. Kirsty, because she would be fine with getting in trouble. She she gets in trouble all the time, and she doesn't really even care. Yeah, so she's she's of the of all the babysitters, she's the one that doesn't care about getting in trouble. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so um, your parents decide to go on a trip, and they're gonna let you invite one of your friends from the babysitters club. Only one though. Who do you let? Uh, who do you invite to come on the trip with you? This is just asking me your favorite character, so that would be Kirsty. <laughs> okay. You think she would be the most fun on the trip though? Uh, that's a point. I know it is a point. <laughs> <laughs> point. Um, I don't know if she would be the most fun on a trip. I feel like she would have like a schedule and an agenda and make you do things at like 5.05 and 5.06. <laughs> like when it's 4, you do this. When it's 4.30, we have to do that. Yeah. Dawn, Dawn, Dawn. I think Dawn. Why Dawn? That's a hard question. <laughs> I feel like Marianne would just like really enjoy it, though. She like really enjoy being part of the fun, don't you think? Marianne yeah. would be kind of scared of something. <laughs> oh, huh. yeah. So now I like Dawn and Claudia the best. Okay, so Dawn, kind of Dawn for both of us, I think. Just like she's a free spirit. Maybe we'd do some, yeah, you know, like fun late night like tarot readings, and <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, I like Excellent. it. You hate that stuff, Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it's what you said. It's not science, but... <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we wanted to we wanted we wanted to hear your your thoughts on the Babysitters Club as a collection of media. So there's the books, the original books, right? There's there was a movie, I think. There's been there a, was a yeah, there was a TV series before too, and they actually used the same theme song as the new TV series does. And I can sing it for you if you enjoyed oh, Kids please. Incorporated. Yes, I can you so. say hello to your friends, Babysitters Club? Say hello to the people who care. Nothing's better than friends, Babysitters Club. That's all you're getting. <laughs> there's not, there's not a theme song in the new one that like, like yeah, that's I that, want. It's that one. It's that. No, they don't because they just put on like I a song. I think it's the song that song though, like, without like, the words. Without the words. I I know the words. Okay, so mm-hmm. so I'm trying to I'm trying to get us going <laughs> on the conversation part. Yeah, please do. <laughs> okay. So what's your favorite episode of the show or the books? Um, I like the one when Kirsty gets her period. Christy? Yeah, at her mom's wedding. That's a good one. Yeah, and she's been like really like, you know, the B word like the whole time. And, yeah. And That's all a- the other babysitters are like there and they like 
open their purses and like hand her maxi pads and and tell her how to put it on. Yeah, and they're like, it's like such good friends. Yeah, that's that's a good one. We got a couple more questions. So I'm I'm curious. You mentioned that you um you guys watched the Babysitters Club show together all at once, and you had a, a kind of a binge session. I'm kind of curious about that. Like, what do you like about the show? What do you like about watching it together? Um, I don't know. It was one of the first shows that Maisie watched with me that I think we both enjoyed the same amount. Yeah, because sometimes I can't really find a show that she wants. Like, yeah, like, like like it's hard to be like like, hey mom, um, come on, watch Pokemon with me. Or like, yeah, that's most mom. of the shows, and there's like fifteen of them. And then once she sits down and watches it, she's good with it. She just yeah. sits down and watches it. Sometimes he gets a snack, but good. Do we eat a bag of um salt and vinegar potato chips when we binge the show? That sounds fabulous. I think we did. I think so. I think we did. That sounds great. That was nice. Hey, thank you guys for being here today. Thank you for helping us uh, think about and talk about all that is the Babysitter's Club. Do you want to ask them what's popping? Yeah, what's popping for you guys? What's something you're like really into right now? We're going to start with Hannah. (laughs) Um, Hannah, what's popping? I don't know. Um, Something you're into right now. Oh, I'm really really into cutting up my t-shirts. I could see that because you're wearing that right now. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I found some... YouTube videos about the perfect way to cut a crew neck. I just watched some TikTok videos on cutting t-shirts. And you cut off the, you cut at the hem. Nice. And that's what Maisie's actually wearing one of the sleeves of this t-shirt around her head as a headband right now. So that's awesome. So fashion pro tip, cutting up your Mm t-shirts, popping. Maisie, what's popping and it can't be Pokemon? What's something you're Um, really into right now that you think other people need to know about? Okay, let's think what I've been... Oh, I got it. Babysitter's Club. <laughs> no, not that. Not that. Uh, Astro's Playroom. Say it again. Astro's Playroom. Astro's Playroom. And also Fall Guys. What's Astro's Playroom? It's a game on the PS5 that makes you kind of... It just gets you used to, like, the controls of the PS5. And then Fall Guys, and it's where you try to get past these challenges that are impossible. Nice. Both fun games. Both very fun games. And Highly I, recommended. And yeah. I almost won last round, but the, I was right next to the finish line, but the, the end, the round ended. Oh. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks for talking. Thanks for having Club. us. Maybe she's got all her talking out of her. And also, oh. her time. <laughs> you. All right, crazies. I'll see you at home. Okay. We love you guys. No, we'll see you later. Thank Thank you. Love you off. too. First guess I've said I love you too. This season of Pop and Play was produced by Haney Yoon, Nathan Holbert, Lalitha Vasudevan, Billy Collins, and Joe Rena Ferry, and assistant produced by Lucius Von Joe at Teachers College, Columbia University with the Digital Futures Institute. Audio editing and production by Billy Collins. For transcripts and to learn more about our guests, visit tc.edu slash popandplay. Our music is selections from Leaf Eaters by Poddington Bear. Pop and Play, of course, would not be possible without the fabulous team that helps put this together. Thanks to Oluwashon Animashon for running the Pop and Play social media accounts, where you should follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under Pop and Play Pod. You can also follow us on Twitch under Pop and Play. Special thanks to Drew Reynolds, Jen Lee, Blake Danzig, Brianne Minato, 
Moira McCavanaugh, and Lucius Vonjo, who all helped with our outreach and our website support. Shout out to Ioana Literat for the Trashies. Watch on Instagram and TikTok. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.